0: Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 8, you will hear stories from our ninth collection sooner or later. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at RandallJones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Ostriches, by Lisa williams Cly. We were in our beach cottage on the North Carolina coast, enjoying shrimp from the local fish market that Jeff had prepared with his special seasoning. As we gazed at the golden sunset marsh, I said, the water in our backyard is higher than it was last summer. Maybe a few inches, not much. With a small shrug, Jeff dipped the shrimp in remoulade sauce. Well, it's crept up at high tide about a foot, especially during a full moon. Sooner or later, this little strip of land is going to be underwater. The minute I said it, I regretted it. We're having a perfectly nice dinner. It's decades away, he said impatiently. Not that far away, 20, fifty, maybe, during our girls' lifetimes. I refolded my napkin, sorry that I had brought it up. There's nothing we can do about it, so what's the point of worrying? It just seems inevitable. I I don't know, should we sell it? Are you kidding me? We love this place. I don't want to sell it either. I love it as much as you do. Let's change the subject. I don't want to think about it, much less talk about it. I felt bad to ruin our dinner, even with a subject we needed to discuss My husband had always wanted a beach house, but we could never afford one. After he retired, it became possible. We've owned a little gray cottage on Caswell Beach for several years now and could not love it more. Our daughter Caitlin, when asked once about her idea of heaven, answered, The front porch of our family beach house. The house was built in 1964 with tiny bedrooms and bathrooms, old-fashioned paneling and what we've come to call a one-butt kitchen. The front faces the beach just across the street. The back faces the marsh. Our marsh view is spectacular and we never tire of watching the herons, egrets, hawks and pelicans. I keep trying to capture the view with both photos and watercolors and cannot come close to its breathtaking beauty. We are not the only ones experiencing the creeping water. One backyard a few doors down turns into a pond during high tide. For the past two years that neighbor has had truckload after truckload of dirt dumped back there, and it just washes away. Others built seawalls, and they crumble. After storms now, the road leading to our house is often flooded for two days. This year, our hazard insurance doubled. We had to pay because it's the only company that offers it for properties like ours. Eventually, regular people like us won't be able to afford beach houses, only those who are wealthy enough to afford the insurance. As a freelance writer I once wrote a nonfiction book on floods and in my research learned that there are many places that have flooded multiple times where our government will no longer allow people to rebuild. I remember learning that and thinking, well that makes sense, it's not practical to keep rebuilding in a flood zone. But now I am a person who owns a beloved cottage in just such a place. A place that, if sea level rise continues, may be underwater. Since we've owned our cottage, dredging has taken place almost constantly in the strait between our beach and Bald Head Island. Sand has been dumped to fight the beaches washing away. In my research for the book on floods, I learned that if complex systems of dikes, ditches, and canals in Holland were somehow breached, half of the country would be gone. And I recently read that people are having to evacuate islands in Indonesia. Jeff and I try to do our part to limit our carbon footprint. We have sworn our next car will be electric, or at least hybrid. We seldom fly. We have stopped eating red meat. I use cold water to wash our clothes, and we watch lights and thermostats. We recycle. But unless millions of people do these things and more sea levels will keep rising. It gave us tremendous nakas, as Jeff says in Yiddish, to think our children might be able to enjoy this sweet place after we're gone. Of course, this cottage is a second home, not our only home, and as Jeff says, it's many years away, and human behavior could change that future. Now, when we eat dinner at the beach, we don't talk about it. We watch the water sparkling near the edge of our carport. We watch the stately egrets wade and hunt, practically in our backyard. Your shrimp is especially delicious tonight, I tell Jeff. Thanks, he says. Copyright 2023, Lisa Williams-Klein Lisa williams Klein is the author of two novels for adults, Between the Sky and the Sea and Ladies' Day, as well as an essay collection entitled The Ruby Mirror and a short story collection entitled Take Me. Her stories and essays have appeared in Literary Mama, Skirt, Sassy, Carolina Woman, Moonshine Review, the Press 53 Awards Anthology, Sandhills Literary Magazine, and *Idle Talk, among others. She is also the author of ten novels and a novella for young readers. She lives in Davidson, North Carolina, with her veterinarian husband, a cat who can open doors, and a sweet chihuahua who has played Bruiser Woods in Legally Blonde, the musical. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of Six Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the nine anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's r-a-n-d-e-l-l-jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.